Welcome to Love Talk, Love Talk for Everyday People. I am your host, Tracy J. Hines, and tonight I have with me my co-host, Terry Saleh. Hey, Terry. Hi, Tracy. How are you? I am just fine. I feel inspired. I feel great. How about you? I am doing just great. I had a good weekend. I actually went away on a staff retreat, so... And we almost got snowed in. They got about three to six inches up there, but um, it was really nice, a really nice place. Where did and you go? Um, it's at the Hyatt Regency in Cambridge, Maryland, which is right outside of Annapolis, Maryland. Okay, okay. So a lot yeah, of renewing, so a, a lot of refreshing. Uh-huh. Yeah, and, you know, it snowed, and then as we were leaving, you could see um, – just like a winter wonderland, and then they actually had real deer out there, so it really looked like a winter wonderland. Oh, nice. Just in time for Christmas, right, to give you a little inspiration yep. and get yeah. ready for the celebration of the birth of Jesus. But I'm Very good. Nice. After that, after seeing that, I'm good. I'm, I'm good for snow for the rest of the season. <laughs> it's not over. <laughs> it's not over. <laughs> I know it's but just beginning. Speak it into existence. Speak it into existence. <laughs> How was your weekend? My weekend was good. Actually, I've been on vacation. I took, um, you know I'm a workaholic. I work two jobs, and I go hard 12, 13 hours a day, Monday through Friday. But this week, um, a while back, I decided I was going to take a few days off from both gigs and just kind of relax. I intended to go, you know, on a beach crawl and just kind of soak up the sun and, and, and relax. And then I realized that I took the time off when Art Basel was in town. And that is all-out party for a week you know every artist that all over the world comes together and they put on these shows and they have entertainers and the galleries are open and there's pop-up galleries and there's pop-up events and it's not just you know paintings and 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 drawings it's Mm -hmm. art from a to z and that includes music lyrics everything writers everything fashion poetry yes Yes, everything is incorporated under the title of arts, you know. So most of it, yes, are galleries showing the artist's work because the artists want to sell their their paintings and their drawings and their installations. They want to get sales and get noticed. But, um, you know, lately I've been suffering with writer's block or or lack Mm -hmm. of inspiration. I haven't been able to write. And I really didn't know what it was. And so I decided since I'm off and it's, you know, the art week, Art Basel, let me just dive in and try to take in as much as I can looking for inspiration and motivation and everything else. So um, I got out there. I went to many events by myself. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, I spent by myself just maneuvering and navigating through Miami. I've been to places I've never been before. Um, I started out going on a mission to meet this photographer that I have fallen in love with his work. His work is very nice. It's very tasteful. He does nudes, and he does other things, but what I've fallen in love with is the nudes that he does, nudes of women. And it's not crass. It's not, you know, pornographic on any very level. Classy. Very classy, very tasteful, lots of shadowing and, and imagery and different lines and, you know, just the beauty of the body in its natural state, which I think um, we've let go of that and we've taken on this beauty of what, the magazines or what society believes is beauty, you know, the size two with flat breasts and a big behind and a tiny, tiny, teeny, weeny waist. And and beauty is found on every level, no matter what size you are, from size two to 24, there's beauty somewhere in there. So 
he photographs that and puts that out there. So I went with a mission to meet him, hoping that, you know, running into him, I could get some of his energy and get some inspiration from him. And so I went a Wednesday. local person? Yeah, he's local. He lives here in oh, Miami. Okay. And he's got, cool. he's got um, pictures. In, his name is Sadi, S-A-D-D-I. Um, he's got a Facebook page. It's beautiful. And he's got prints in Essence magazines. I mean, he's, to me, he's the real deal. He's a big guy, you know. He, he, he's got some good stuff. So I did get to meet him, which was wonderful, and I felt all the energy that I expected to feel from him. And so I just kind of hopped around and, and, and went to different things. I, I was at a concert, very intimate concert, with Dougie Fresh, and Ricky Smiley was the MC, and Sugar Hill Gang was on stage, and I partied. That and like I, I concert. Because <laughs> oh, Dougie terrible. Fresh, when you get to see him live, he gets down. We saw he him live down. in New Orleans, and he was, yeah, he, he was good in it. He gets down and he talks and he brings you into the history of, of hip-hop and rap and beatboxing and he gives you a little cultural uh, motivation to let you know that this, this is what it was. You know, all that we see today derived from where he came from, which, you know, is, is nice. It's nice that he does that. So I was able to practically touch him. I was that close to the stage. So I was just partying. Happy and the, the, the theme of like, that. How old are they? Do they, like, still have their swag? There's a little swag going on. One of the brothers, I forget which one, has passed on, so they have another guy in, and he's oh, a little bit younger than the rest of them. But um, two originals are there. Two of the originals okay. are there. The, the chubby dude that was light-skinned, that's the only the way I uh-huh. remember him. I'm sorry. He's still in there. And the okay. other dude. I can look Grand it up Master and let you Flash. know. Um, what was yeah. his name? I, I remember. I'm looking at their faces. Yeah, I don't remember everybody's names. I'm really bad on that. I just mm-hmm. remember the good the group, you know, the Sugar Hill mm-hmm. Gang, and that mm-hmm. was our first introduction to rap. So rap, this whole yeah. week, I just, and then the theme was, you know, funk turns 40. So the art gallery at this particular event was all from back in our day growing up with the hi-fi where your TV was boxed inside of the wood furniture with the turntable dipped inside and the Afghan thrown over the couch. That era is what the gallery was about, and all the art on the wall was about that era, Fat Albert. and, and um, Okay, well, I definitely want to make that next year. I've heard of it, but um, mm-hmm. I didn't know it was, you know, jam-packed with all of that. I definitely want to check that out next yeah. year. Yeah, I mean, when you come down next year, you really have to come for this because this is a good time. You know, I usually go, and I usually just go one day, but this year I needed some extra motivation, so I just kept going because it felt good. It just really felt good. DJ Jazzy Jeff was there Friday night at a different location, so I just kept venue dropping, but it was it was really mm-hmm. good. And I so spent today... inspiration? I did. I spent today writing. I spent today good. writing all day, and it was just flowing. So I'll have a couple of blogs coming out. And, um, you know, you'll see, talking about the event and how, you know, things that you do in your life will will change you and motivate you. And you have to step outside of your comfort zone for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I claim to be a writer. And I say that claim to be because I should be able to write about anything. And talking to the photographer, I didn't see his nudes. And I said, I I was expecting to see nudes. And he said three words. He said, trying other avenues. And that just resonated with me. You know, maybe Mm -hmm. I can't just write about love. You know, love Mm -hmm. is in everything. So I need to Mm -hmm. step outside of my box and start writing about other things that uh, are going on inside. So 
that was that was it for the weekend. But um, sounds it was good. good. So you, sounds cool. Yeah. When you come down next next time, this time next year, you have to plan a trip. I'll give you the dates in advance so we can go crazy and and get in and out of this Basel thing because it's it's a lot of a lot of good rich stuff there. And African Americans are getting more and more notoriety in these these programs. You know, it used to Well, just we are creative people, so I don't see why. Why But not? it wasn't always like that. When I first moved here, and maybe it was, and I just didn't know where to go to get it because mm-hmm. I went to Little Havana and that was I felt like I was in Cuba, okay? <laughs> I went to Little Haiti and I felt like I was in in Haiti. It was just amazing to me. Anyway, so what are we going to talk about this week on the topic of love? I think you had something, didn't you? So, yeah, last week I was talking to a friend of mine, and the topic kind of came up. She has a daughter. The daughter's in her mid-20s. The daughter is Mm -hmm. seeing a guy that, um, based on the mother knowing the history of all the other guys that the daughter has dated, she's like, you know what, this is a really good guy. This is a really good catch, if you will. Um, This is somebody that may be checking off most of the boxes or should be if you ever had a list. Um, Some of us write down lists of, like, that perfect mate, and others have it in our head, and we just carry it wherever we go, and we know there's certain things that are non-negotiable, and, you know, they're at the top of the list, and if he checks those things off, then we kind of, you know, the antennas go off and see if we want to keep it moving. So anyway, the mom is thinking, you know, the mom is more traditional, and she's thinking, hey, you got a really good guy there. He's interested in you. You need to lock that thing down. So mom is like, okay, it's time to lock it down. And the daughter doesn't seem to be really pressed to lock it down. So how do you do that? How do you lock that's it what, down and should you lock it get. down? I don't understand what the what the mother means by lock it down. I mean, I don't know that any one person, I just maybe I'm old school, I just don't think a female can lock it down. I think it's... Hello, ladies. Hey, Les. I'm Hi, you. How you doing? I'm good. I'm I sorry. I think the female can lock it down. I definitely think the female can lock it down. The question is, does she want to lock it down? Because, you know, what the mom was saying is a lot of these millennial women, they may not be interested in that. They're not interested in doing the things that may be necessary to actually get that man to be more committed to you. So we're talking about the generational thing. She, the daughter is in the mid-20s. So She's I don't 20. know if it's a generational thing. Yeah, it could be, you know what, she's too young. She's got a lot of years ahead of her. And she may be saying, I don't need to lock her down now. You know, a lot of women now aren't even getting married to their mid-30s. So why should I exactly. be to lock it down now? But I was curious. Yeah, my, 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 the work. mother sees this guy as as the one. You know, he 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 clears everything that's clearly on the mother's list, and his potential is there for future. And and he wants she wants the daughter to lock it down. But right. what does that mean? Lock it down. How can one person, you know, decide that this is it? And and what does she have to do now to quote lock it down? Well, locking it down, and that's what I asked the mother. I said, okay, so if you are going to lock it down, meaning you're going to try and get this man to be more committed to you, because maybe they're not um, 
as committed as the mother would like them to be. So moving in the direction of more of a commitment, what do you do? And I asked, what does that mean to you? She says, well, you know, it's not necessarily sex. You know, that's the first thing that comes to mind. But, you know, are you displaying um, the characteristics, if you will, of a wife? He, If he said that he's looking for a wife and he's ready to get married, but you're still not displaying those characteristics. You, He's cooking for you. He's taking you out on dates. He's helping you maintain your car, taking your car to get it washed. So he's doing what some people might call the husbandly thing. What are you doing to do the wifely thing? Do you cook for him? Do you help him with things that he may need from a women's perspective? I think that's what but the mom is thinking. But isn't that so... I think that's so old-fashioned and stereotypical. I mean, obviously... It is. It definitely is. And the mom admitted that she was very traditional. The young lady is obvious. If if she wanted something, I would imagine that she would know what to do. I mean, at 20-something, that's so young compared to when we were 20 and when our parents were 20. 20 to me, in their 20s, they're still trying to live and figure out what life is all about. And so what he took her car to get washed? What does that mean? It means <laughs> nothing to me. I mean, I'm just saying if he wanted more of a commitment, don't I think that naturally it'll happen and nobody has to take any extra measures to do anything. I just think it's more organic than that. I don't think one person can lock it down. You can... Uh, display all of the characteristics that your your guy has said they're looking for. You can be in the kitchen, barefoot, naked, making dinner, whatever it is that he's looking for. And I don't think you have the power to lock it down. I think it's something that definitely happens organically and it's got to be mutual. That timing is, is key. It has to be, you know, you want the same thing at the same time, and you're in the same place. So the mother may be thinking that her daughter has the ability to lock it down. And it's not so far-fetched to a 20-year-old to, to want to get married, because I've, I've talked to a few that are interested in that, but I don't know that one person can lock it down. How old is the mother? Maybe she should lock it down with him. She sees all the qualities that she likes. The mother and you know, our age, you know. so She's she married? More. Yeah, yeah. She thinks more traditional. Mm-hmm. I, just, I, I, said to, I said to the mother, maybe he should be trying to lock it down. I mean, I'm I'm okay with the concept of locking down. I'm not necessarily okay with it having to always be the woman to lock it down. Sometimes the man needs to lock it down. Maybe I got it still going on that you need to be thinking about locking it down with me. Do they have so somebody career? else doesn't come along and scoop you away, and then he's looking like, oh man, I had the opportunity and didn't. I see. Do they yeah, have sometimes careers? you know? Yeah, they both they both have careers. Sometimes, especially so if you've been out in this, they fulfilled um, all the things that career wise that they would like to fulfill at that age. Um, probably not in your twenties, but they definitely both um has several, you know, dating um, relation, uh, relationships, let's put it that way. So not what I'm sometimes, I'm... you know, sometimes if you've dated several people and you kind of are ready to settle down, 
you may feel like, you know what, this person is checking off most of the the things that I like. Now, no one Mm -hmm. can check off everything. Nobody's perfect. But if you do find somebody, maybe you, on either side, maybe you're thinking, you know, what can I do to really, you know, shy of a man proposing, are there other things that you can do to move in that direction? I know from my conversation with my children and people of their age, they're more focused on fulfilling themselves mm-hmm. before they get into relationships. And then when they when they get to a place where they're comfortable with what they bring to the table, what they've accomplished, then they start looking for the relationship. Yeah, yeah. They want to they want to do more things, and I think in your twenties that's when you do more things. You should be out there experiencing life, figuring out what it's all about. And I, I, I applaud anyone that's not trying to rush into anything. Don't do it. It's not that serious. Because there's going to be another gentleman or female out there, you know, woman out there, and you don't have to be pressed. So what he's doing? What? What is he doing? He's doing things, but is he showing the mentality that he's ready to be in a relationship? And that's what I'm saying. The mother the mother sees that he is serious. This guy is serious. It's not just But does he have his use the car washing and check? Yeah, no, he's he's got it. This this guy is um he's sharp, he's um I don't want to tell his profession, but he's got Mm -hmm. it going on. This is not Mm -hmm. where the mom just seeing things from a material thing. He's you know, right. She sees a lot of she he's he's professional. He's showing a lot of promise. You know, the mom having, you know, been down the road and in her 50s, she knows um, what a good man looks like. You know, this is not but a superficial thing. So for, does from her perspective... Have, does the young lady have her career thing down? Yeah, so she they both have born. their career thing down, but the, the, maybe he is not checking off all the boxes for her. Maybe she doesn't see it from the perspective of the mom, you know, everybody has their own preferences about what makes your boat float. So maybe it's the daughter that's not seeing it. But I'm saying he is definitely showing, he, he's got everything together. He's showing that he wants to be committed. But the daughter's kind of like, well, eh, maybe, maybe not. And so the mom is saying, okay, yeah, you're in your 20s. Um, you can decide, you know what, I'll wait till I'm 35, maybe something else better will come along. But the mom, again, is traditional. So she's thinking, okay, you missed this. How many times do you really need that man that is that good? So let's let's just say for argument's sake, the mother is, um, well, it, it is what it is. You said the mother's ready. What does the mother propose the daughter to do to lock it down, if you will. What 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 actions does she expect her to take to to, to do that? To say, okay, well, I, he's that's the what I said. When I asked the mother that I said, what does that mean to you? She says just are you acting like you want to be somebody's wife? When you are somebody's wife, are you doing certain things for him that shows that you are ready or that you even have the capability of being somebody's wife? But keep in mind, this is a very traditional yeah, woman. Yeah, right. All right. So the old but school kind that, of traditional I, I, person I, I, where, you know, the wife. 
Well, why should she? Everybody is not like that, Leslie. I know, but what I'm saying is what behavior does she have to display to make him convinced that she's the one? If they're seeing each other and they're spending time and the relationship is good and he believes that she's the one, then he'll ask the question. But I don't, I'm not sure what she's doing other than what she's already doing. Why would you give up so much of yourself? And what if he never asks her? When I listened to what Terry was saying, you know, I remember growing up um, listening to my mother and my grandmother talking about, you know, there's no point in giving the milk if he's not going to buy the cow and all these kinds of things. So you don't want to give out wifely things or duties prior to um, knowing that this is what's down the line, that this is going to be your husband or this is going to be, I'm going to be his wife. So some of those things that fall in line with whatever the mother thinks is wifely duties. And, and, and if you're looking at traditional, you know, cooking for your husband and at least letting him right. know that you can cook, you know, right. stroking his and ego, it, yeah, at least letting him know that you is not being out in the club, you know, right. when he doesn't want to be in the club, you, you are still out in the club, you're on the girls' trips, you're out every weekend when he's a little more... And it could just be, you know, that's just your personality and his personality. And at the end of the day, is that going to work for a married couple? Somebody that's a little more settled than somebody that is not settled yet. Like, she's just not there. She's not ready to do that yet. And that's okay. And I realize locking it down is different from every woman, for sure. Right, right. So flip the script. You're not um, 27, but now you're 57. Does that matter at that age? Does age matter? I just um, feel no number matters. If I'm hanging out with my girls at the club and I'm doing girls' trips and we're in a relationship, I'm not going to stop doing those things when we get married. Why should I? No, I'm not Why saying when I you get married. You're trying things. to get him to um, commit. Do you lock it to your 57 that young lady is and trying. you're dating? You're a 57-year-old woman. You're not a young lady. You're a 57-year-old woman, and you see something you like. You all get along, and you're like, you know what? That's the one. I need to lock that down. Do you? Should you? Being, I'm not 57, but being where I am, I don't think that that locking down is all on one person. I'm going to tell you this. You know what your heart wants and you know what you want, okay? And if you see it, you just have to let that be known. This is what you want. And if that person wants you, then it will be. If they don't want you, it won't be. I don't think any one person can lock anybody down. I don't think there's any one particular activity that locks a person down. Granted, I do believe that when you are in a relationship or you're in a committed marriage or committed relationship, there's a few things that you won't do as much. You know, you may not go out every single weekend with your girls. You may ease up a little bit, and once in a while you go out with your girls. But some of that behavior does change. You you know, as a single person, you know, I may go out to eat every night. But as a married person, I would maybe probably cook a little bit more during the week. But those are my choices. I don't think there's any golden rule that says this is how it's done. But somebody that I'm interested in, they know that I'm interested in them. And there's nothing that I can do to lock them down and make them 
you know, take that final step of commitment into saying, okay, she's showing it, here it is, unless they're absolutely ready. So, I think, and I don't know because I'm not dating, but a woman of a certain age owes it to herself to be as honest as possible. So if she sees something that she likes and they've been putting the work in for, I don't know what the time frame is, whatever the length of time it is, she should be honest enough to stay what it is and get and see what the response is because it makes no mm-hmm. sense to spend time with somebody or to put that much energy into somebody and they're not thinking the same way you're thinking and, and, and sit yeah. by hopefully waiting and praying that he's going to eventually get to the place where you're at. When you're a person of a certain age, say what it is. Yeah, you say what it is and you do what you need to do. Huh? I I definitely agree with that. Yeah. At 57, I think it's completely different. At that age, you say what it is and you do what you feel you want to do. And and you move accordingly. If, If... if you want to be where you are, then you be where you are. And don't give yourself a hard time and enjoy life. Enjoy every day. That's, that's all you can do. That whole locking it down concept that the mother has, the traditional mom, I, don't, I still don't believe that any one person has the ability to lock anything down. They can show and display their affections and verbalize and say, yes, this is what I want. I want a life with you. You know I love you. I'm crazy about you. They can do all of that. But that's not going to lock it down for sure, you know. I, you know, I see it from both sides. I see that um, either person should, if they really feel like this is the one, I think they can and should do everything in their power to lock it down. So I, I don't think it needs to be on the woman or the man. I just, I don't know. I, I feel differently when it comes to the 20-something, and I guess I'm just basing it on my life, and if I had to do things over again, I wouldn't have gotten mm-hmm. married or caught up in a relationship so early. I would have done more career things. I would have done more things to fulfill me. So when I hear about 20-somethings, I'm like, do your life. Do you. Because you got time for that. You have a oh, lot of time. It sounds like you're you're saying that I, with... Marriage. I don't have you know regret. the career. If I had a chance to do it over again, I would have done. No, no, no. Differently. I'm not suggesting that you have regrets. I'm just saying it sounds like I'm hearing once you do get married, some of the things that you do, like career building, is not a possibility. And I don't know that I I see that. I think you it can career build. It is a possibility, anything. but it's priority. I mean, I, I I use myself as an example. I got married early. I had small children. And I couldn't go to school at the same time that I had small children. That mm-hmm. was me. I couldn't focus on all the things that I wanted to focus on at that point in my life. I did go right. back to school eventually. I did get my degree, but I wasn't raising small children. Now I'm back in school, so I'm doing the things that I wanted to do. I would have just done it in reverse. That's all. Okay, so let's take the children out of this equation because I don't think the scenario that Terry gave us had children. It was just a girl in her early 20s with the guy that the mother thinks is is the guy that she should lock down. So if they were to come together as a couple, do you think there's any hindrance in that kind of an environment to develop a career and a marriage? If they come to the table and they both feel fulfilled in what they've done to that point and they're happy, then there's no hindrance. 
But if you're coming to the table and you're trying to make up for something or you don't feel like you fulfilled something, then that's going to probably be introduced into the marriage and it's going to cause problems. If Are you of the same belief, not- Terry? Well, I, I think that there's always trade-offs. So mm-hmm. some people, you know, get married early, have kids early, and then regret and say, oh, I wish I had focused on my career and had kids later. But then I hear people that are saying vice versa. There are some people that just really focused on their career. They waited till 40 to get married, waited till 40 to start having kids, and they wish they had had the kids earlier. I think it's just a trade-off. I think I agree with Leslie that you can't do both. It's hard to raise kids and really aggressively pursue your career at the same time as a woman. Take the, take the children out of the scenario. Take the children out of the scenario. There are no children. We're not having children. Children mm-hmm. were not thought of, and we're never going to have children. Can okay. you get married young and still develop your career and your marriage at the same time, or do you think yeah, it's I a think hindrance so. and it's better to just work on career first let the good guy who you know is ready for you bypass you because you're so focused on your career and you can't do anything, or the good girl who's good for you, you can't do anything until your career is done and then turn around and see where, where, where yeah, you are. No, now. I, I, think, I think you can definitely pursue both at the same time. I think you can pursue yeah, a career so and take care of your husband at the same time because I would hate to be that woman, and I know several of them who – pursue that career, and now, you know, in later ages, 50, they're still just career women. They never got married, um, never had kids, and, you know, they're wishing they had flipped the script or maybe Mm -hmm. tried to do both at the same time. Yeah, I don't think marriage is a hindrance for career. I think marriage and children at the same time is going to put your career on a different on the back burner because mm-hmm. you're not right. going to be able to focus on all three at once. That's a given. You're definitely going to have to take, you can't do all three. Uh, you definitely can't. But I think marriage and career works. You know, you can still get married in your 20s and build together and, 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 and inspire each other and push each other through whatever it is that you have to get to to get to the next level of your career. Somehow I think that's easier, you know, but I don't think men think about it like that. I think men want and, the career yeah, men first. Men don't have that hindrance. They they still are getting it done. Um, a lot of times they marry wives that don't work, and so they mm-hmm. can go out there and pursue their career with all kinds of aggression. And the woman is always there to be, you know, there supporting the home and holding the home home down. Yeah. So I don't think that or they don't even get married. Either. You know, they, they, a lot of them don't right. want to. I mean, when you talk about men, they don't want to get married. They want to make sure that they are able to provide before they get married, and they feel like they right. have to be at a certain place in their in their career to be able to to take on a wife and the responsibility that that brings on. Right. Interesting. Very interesting. Leslie, you went silent. Are you still there? Oh yeah, I was just listening. Okay. I don't know the whole lock it down concept. So I hope the mother gets what she <laughs> hope she gets what she wants, and I hope the well, daughter I think gets at what the she end wants. Of the day, at the end of the day, like Leslie said, when you are in your twenties, you're uh, most in millennials in this day and age who are in their twenties are not thinking traditionally. 
they're not thinking, oh, maybe I should be, you know, doing a lot less hanging out and more and more of just, you know, being around the home thing. I just don't think millennials think like that anymore. I don't know. No, they don't. And they're not the traditional. If millennial men think that way, do they expect that? He's a little older. She's 27. He's probably, you know, mid-30s. It'd be interesting mm-hmm. to see, do millennial men in their 20s, are they looking for that traditional kind of, you know, be at home, hold hold down the home front kind of thing, or are they okay with, we both hanging out, we both... I'll, you I'll you remember you. last season, we interviewed <laughs> um, Nick and Janelle, and they were mm-hmm. the millennium couple that are both in their mid-20s, Early mm-hmm. tw- mid to early, early to mid twenties, and they married, and both of them are working on their careers, and you know he was he was ready. So I, don't, I guess it's just it depends on where you are in your life, um, mentally, emotionally, and the person. If you find someone, and the connection is out of this world and unbelievable then I don't think you need to put anything else before that, you know, because how many times are you going to find that in, in, in a lifetime? Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think on either side, like I said, either side, if they're feeling that kind of um, fireworks going on inside and they feel like this is the one, mm-hmm. do everything you can. I just yeah. know for me, even with young kids, even with a husband, I still hung out. I still did those things. There were some things that I gave up on, and then my husband hung out. And sometimes it wasn't equally balanced. But I just, I don't know. It sounds like um, for some people, marriage means the giving up of something, and it shouldn't have to be thought of that way. could be just that we... Balance it. Balance everything. Like, I, I still enjoy my friends. I have friends that I've had a long time, and my husband never required me, like, oh, you're married now, so you can't do this, or you can't. We didn't have those kind of stipulations on each other. No, I think the only thing you give up when you're married is you give up your single life, meaning you're no longer single. I don't I don't think marriage means you have to, like, can't hang out with Susie and Barbara and Sean and, and, and Todd because they're all single and you're married and you can't go to the club and, and you can't have vacations that don't include your husband. I don't think marriage um But some that. people believe I, that and they have an expectation of marriage, a lot, especially a lot of young people, and they'll figure it out mm-hmm. during the marriage, but they walk in with an expectation. I know both my husband and I had an expectation of we thought this, what we thought marriage should be, and there was a lot of fighting initially because he understood one thing and I understood something different and you're not going to break me. I'm going to keep understanding what I want to understand. He understood that you were to give up some stuff. Is that what I'm hearing? Not give up some stuff, but he expected me to do more than I was willing to do or that I thought I should do initially Mm -hmm. or what I even wanted to do. I didn't know. I did not know. So when you walk in with these expectations of marriage and you're still young and you don't get what you're looking for, that's where all the problems come from because people have an expectation. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm like, whoever you see today, 
of me, I'm going to be that same person every day. So then you don't have to worry about like, oh, she changed. No, she didn't change. She's still that same person with the big mouth every day. <laughs> Not changing. Yeah, and, and a lot of people, they're like that. You know, I asked one lady her opinion, and she said, you know, what you see is what you get. I don't need exactly. to anything down. What you see is what you get. So do, do is this what you want? Yes or no, make a decision now because I'm not trying to jump through any hoops. Exactly. Everybody has different opinions. I find it yeah. very interesting. It is interesting. It is interesting. I met this, um, I, was, I, told, I was talking to Terry earlier, Leslie, about Art Basel and, and moving around and, and just kind of getting inspiration from all the art that I saw. And um, Friday night, I met this gentleman. We were sitting down at a tavern waiting for uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff to come on and do his thing. And uh, we just started talking. And he was telling me, and I think he was 32, that he had been married for um, six two years. Minutes. What did you say, two minutes? Yep. Go ahead. Six years, yeah, uh, compared to you, six years is two minutes. For him, six years was a lot because his heart was heavy. Um, his wife cheated on him. You know, when he got married, he married till death do us part. He says, you know, I'm the guy that went to work, took care of my family. We had two children, brought a house. I go to work every day. I work hard. My money comes home. It goes to my wife. She does what she has to do with it. I help. We divvy up and take the bills. And she cheated on me. He was devastated. So, you know, I was asking him, so what does is, what is your next relationship look like? There will be no next relationship, he said. Nice, 32. Give me a break. I don't know. I kind of believed him. I kind of believed that him. That he's not doing a relationship anymore? Not one that's going to lead to marriage. He is turned off with marriage. He says, he says I got trust issues. I don't trust anybody. I don't and that may it. be true. He might not get married mm-hmm. again, but he is 32, and he can say that now and mean it. And then in 10 years, let's check back home and see what he says. I mean, everything changes. Yeah, men, when it's they good. fall, I think when men have failed marriages, it's a lot harder, it seems, for them to wrap their arms around the concept of marrying again. I, I hear why? it. Why? Do you, why do you think that I is? I think they fall, when they fall and they've committed to a woman and then they find out that, you know, the woman um, is not what they thought or has betrayed them, I think they fall a lot harder. And I just don't think they recover as quickly as women. Hmm. Why, though? I, I don't get it. Because <laughs> I, I, well, I see women as, as women, more emotional types. <laughs> You know? As women, we have our friends. We can go cry on our friend's shoulder. Men can't do that. Mm-hmm. They can. They choose not to. It's not the manly thing to do. Yeah, they're but not going to look goes- vulnerable like that. So they're they're not going to go cry on the man's their you know their best dude's shoulder because some woman hurt them. It's just not going to happen. I think mm-hmm. for them, they hold that inside and they use it against women and decide they're never going to marry again. Well, then he needs to make sure that any relationship he gets into, that needs to be spoken up from the beginning. It's very clear. Because people spend too many too many days, hours, minutes, months, years, however you want to calculate it, in relationships that are not going anywhere. And if he's the type that he says he knows up front, there's not going to be another relationship or another marriage 
and he needs to speak his truth in the beginning. So whoever this person is that's spending all his time convincing him and trying to lock it down, don't waste your time. <laughs> Do not waste your time. If, if he's committed to that, if he really right. means that, he should be very honest with whoever he gets involved with. Too many yeah, but I'm hoping at 32, time. I'm hoping at 32 that he changes his mind. That's a, a long time to be <laughs> single. But you know, yeah, well, you know, that, that like was what I, I said to him. It's like you said, when it comes to men, they do it differently. First of all, he's accomplished and he's done things that, you know, he, he did the marriage. He has the children. He doesn't probably need to do those same things over again. Yeah. How many times do you need to do that? I mean, an honest person and a person that is, is is not trying to, you know, create this false image of who that who they are. He's done it. He doesn't need to do it again. That's so why I was convinced. Things. I was convinced that this brother is done. He was like, nope, I have trust issues. I'm not putting myself out there anymore. He said, my girls, he has two girls, two daughters, um, 11 and 7. He said, um, I'm not doing it. I'm not putting them out. I'm not doing it anymore. My girls are my world. I take care of my children. I go to work. You know, I come to this tavern. I meet my cousin. We sit. We have drinks. And we talk. I dance a little. I go home. He said, do I go on dates? Yes, I go on dates. But he said, straight up, I let these chicks know I'm not looking for a commitment. You know, I go on dates. We hang. We kick it. That's what I said. I said, as long as you're doing that, you know, then you're good. You're accountable. But um, he is a perfect example of falling hard. You know, there's a few things I couldn't get out of him because I just met him. He didn't feel like he was ready to divulge all of that. So I, we did exchange numbers. I did ask him to be on the show, and he said, well, you know, I'm not really ready to come out like that. Maybe one time later. We'll see. So we'll see. Maybe we'll get more from him on another date. I hope so. Yeah, yeah, all I say is hang in there. Hang in there, brother. Yeah. It'll get better. So how do you <laughs> feel about um I didn't read anything about it specifically. I just read like um subtitles of Jay Z admitting that he cheated on Beyonce. What do y'all think about that? I have a hard time even getting involved in um the stars' lives. I do. I just do. I thought it was just so surreal that he said the things that most men in marriages think about but never open up and say to their wives. What did he say? I believe he had alluded to, because I just listened to him um, interview, and during that time, he was still you know, broken or, or searching or looking. And, and it didn't matter he was married to the most beautiful girl in the world or anything. It, none of that mattered. It was him still trying to fix a part of him that he probably never even knew was that broken. He admitted he felt broken. That's interesting. Oh, he was very candid in that clip that I listened to, but I didn't I didn't really go into it deep enough to, like, I didn't mm-hmm. read anything else about it. But I just thought it was interesting, and I thought that it was um, probably cathartic for him 
helpful to other people, other men that find themselves in that situation. Because I still think it goes back to people walking through relationships with the expectation and nobody talks about or discusses the expectation. Like, I expect you to be faithful to me, but nobody talks about it. They just assume you're going to do it. And so when everybody walks into the relationship with these expectations and then, they, and then somebody lets them down, it's very, um, it's very depressing. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's I, hard I, to I understand. Was, I wasn't surprised because I, I guess I had heard um, rumors for years, you know, that he had always, you know, been unfaithful. So when he admitted it, I was like, okay, you know, he just finally came out <laughs> and admitted it. I guess for women or even other some guys, it's hard to believe, you know, that um, a woman – like Beyonce, you know, the beehive. She is, she's just everything that people sought after. And if you have that, that's, that's your wife, you know. What are you looking for? What are you looking for? Clearly it's not physical. Clearly it's not physical. You know, why, why would you need to cheat? So cheating is not just about somebody else is pretty or somebody else does it better is deeper than that, you know? It's much deeper than that, but I, if nothing else in this time of all these sex scandals and all of these things that we're hearing about people in the news, it was kind of refreshing to hear a man express what he was going through during that time and the fact that him and his wife didn't divorce and he chose to work through it and work, work it out. I think that was refreshing. Yeah, that's that's what I was reading now. He said most people walk away and describe, you know, and and he chose not to. They use their music as their therapy sessions. So, you know, at one time I thought it was not real. You know, I thought it was just publicity to sell more music, the back and forth and, you know, the song, the uh, uh Beyoncé's album. I I thought there was not all truth to it, but um Looking through my, yeah, I, my... I, I always thought that as well. Like a lot of these Hollywood marriages, I, I still wonder to this day, you know, are they really sleeping in the same bed together? You know, everybody's like, she's not pregnant. That can't be his child. You you do think right. that. Because for some reason, you don't think they are real people, and especially the superstars that they are. Exactly. Right? wondering, you know. Why would she marry him? Why would he marry her? Why would he even cheat on her knowing that she's the person that she is? But they're normal people, and they make mistakes just like we do. Right, because for them, they're not the big stars. She's just simple who she is, and he's simple who he is. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm sure they don't treat each other like uh, superstars, so. But it's hard for me to see it. It's hard for me to see, like, Jay-Z, what? What are you doing? You have Beyonce. Stop it. But clearly but that, he needed look more. Look at Halle Berry. She can't keep a man. And she, yeah, no, she can't. broke up with her um, boyfriend as well. Yeah. For some of them, you know, it's hard. I guess, you know, you're a beautiful woman in Hollywood. You probably have your pick of certain men. But you never know what um, angle they're coming from, what kind of motive they have. Are they dating you because of you? Are they dating you because you're Halle Berry or Beyonce? You don't know. I guess I know one thing. Sometimes as a single person, it almost feels like, you know, 
it's taboo to be single in this society sometimes. Why do you say that? I don't know. Some people, I don't know. It comes across as if marriage is is an accomplishment, you know, and, and if you haven't, you know, reached that marriage and, and sustained it, then, you know, your womanhood may be in jeopardy, you know. Some women get, we get that. We get that feeling as singleness, and I don't mm-hmm. know if we put it on ourselves more or if it just feels that way. You know, when you, I, I talk to some women and they're at the family gatherings, oh, you're not dating? You're not going to have any kids? You know you're into your 40s. What about him? Is he good for you? What, you know, it feels like, you know, it's some kind of taboo, but there's nothing wrong with being single. Single is, is okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think there's definitely a double standard for women that are a certain age and never been married, never had kids. Yeah, there's definitely a stigma there. Men, they could be in their 60s and, you know, it's, it's not until they're almost 60 that you start looking at them sideways, like, what's wrong with him? Right. <laughs> you could be a bachelor for life and everything's good, but not right. for women. Right. Yeah. Not for women. I guess it's associated with that biological clock because we all know that at a certain age, if you desire to have kids and you didn't have them at a certain age, either you're getting to the point where that clock is getting ready to shut off or you're just never going to have kids. But that's if that woman desires to have kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am yeah. for it. I couldn't, and I know that this is wrong for some people, but I'm all for if you want to have the kid, have the kid. I am mm-hmm. all for that because I see too many people that waited, married people that weren't interested in having kids, and they thought for some reason they would change their minds once they got married, and they never had the kid. Still have that longing, but their clock ran out on them. Yeah, and at the end of the day, you got to do what's pleasing to you. Yep. I have two friends. I have two friends that have never been married, and um, they feel it. They feel like, you know, they've failed as a woman as far as not being able to secure a spouse. And, and not producing any offsprings. They they feel it. And again, I don't know if that feeling that they have is something that they're putting on themselves. Because, you know, although I am single, I was married, I did have children, I do have children. So I don't fall into that, ooh, you've never been married. Ooh, you don't have children. I don't fall into that category. But I have friends that do, and, and they feel the guilt. And I don't know what that's about. I don't know what that's all about, so we might need to talk about that more in more depth. I know Tracy Ellis Ross posted something about that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, because she, I think of all her siblings, she's probably the only one that didn't get married, doesn't have kids, and has no regrets about it. And she's trying to, you know, just like you said, let the world know, like, that was her choice. She's not regretful by any means. And I don't know exactly what she said. As forward as we're trying to move as, as a society, that marriage thing is a stigma. I'm telling you, it comes across as a stigma. You know, you looked at like, oh, you don't have a man? How come you don't have a man? What's wrong with you? Are you gay? And I also no, know the grass can always be greener on the other side because I know there's plenty of married women that they see the single women doing what they want to do. I can spend my mm-hmm. own money how I want to spend it. I can come mm-hmm. and go when I want to. I can go travel when I want to, 
and they're wishing they were on the other side. So the grass is always greener. Yeah, it is. It is. But there's no stigma on, oh, you know, the other side. There's no stigma true, true. associated yeah. with it. That's the difference. But there is a stigma associated with you perpetually single all your life. Never married, no children. It's crazy. Well, ladies, this has been real. But it's time for us to say goodnight. Oh, I just want to let you know that I am still in my natural hair game. And um, it's getting tight. (laughs) It's getting tough. It's getting rough. But I'm going to hang in there. So... We'll Hang in there. How many months has it been? Has it been a year yet? Um, it's been nine, eight, eight months. Yeah, okay. eight months. This is my second time around. Eight months. But there's a whole head game that goes along with this for me. <laughs> I don't know about other women, but for me, there's a whole, and no pun intended, there's a whole head game that goes on, a mental thing that goes on. So we may talk about that another week. Yeah, let's anyway, talk about that. I'm sure. Yeah. Any last words, either ladies? You want to talk about locking it down? Mm-mm, I just that. say, well, you know, I know Leslie doesn't believe in locking it down, but I think for the sister that has found that man that she would like to spend the rest of her life with, it's okay. It's okay if you do those extra things, if you feel that will tip the scales in your favor. <laughs> I All right, Terry's traditional. Scales, tip the scales in your favor if you need to. All right. Yeah, I don't think I need to contribute to that. I'm like, just be you. Just show up and be you. Don't be anything different. So if you're tipping the scales and you're cooking and that's not what you like to do, don't play games. Because that's going to get real old, right? You, it's going to get you in trouble. <laughs> This is Love Talk. Love Talk for everyday people. New episode every Sunday. You can check out our website to catch up on the old episodes. It's under my name, T-R-A-C-I-J-H-I-N-D-S dot com. Enjoy. Good night, ladies. Have a good week. Good night. Good night.